Hi, welcome to the podcast. In this session, we will cover the ACOG committee opinion regarding the routine pelvic examination for the gynecological patient. Is it going extinct? Well, let's take a look at the data. The pelvic examination has long been considered a fundamental component of the well woman visit, and many women and gynecological care providers view this visit as an opportunity to discuss sexual and reproductive health issues. Traditionally, a pelvic examination is performed for asymptomatic women as a screening tool for gynecological cancer, infection, or asymptomatic pelvic inflammatory disease. Some obstetricians and gynecologists and patients consider Consider it important in detecting subclinical disease despite evidence to the contrary. Now, given changes in screening recommendations and the ability to screen for sexually transmitted infections using less invasive methods like less frequent cervical cancer screening and the option for urine or vaginal swab-based testing for STIs, then the routine use of pelvic examination has come into question by the American College of OBGYN. Now, a pelvic examination is considered to be routine or screen only when it is done as a screening tool to evaluate asymptomatic women. This podcast does not apply to women with a vaginal or pelvic complaint or to pregnant women. All right, let's start with the U.S. Preventative Service Task Force. In its 2017 systematic review, the U.S. PSTF noted that overall data evaluating the accuracy or the effectiveness of screening pelvic examinations, which was defined as any of the following components, alone or in combination, assessment of the external genitalia, internal speculum examination, bimanual palpation, and rectovaginal examination are limited. Now, although the review was designed to include any gynecological cancer or condition, excluding cervical cancer, gonorrhea, and chlamydial infection, which are covered by other U.S. PSTF screening recommendations, ultimately, it only found limited evidence on its accuracy to detect four specific conditions, ovarian cancer, bacterial vaginosis, genital herpes, and trichomoniasis. The U.S. Preventative Service Task Force concluded that there is insufficient evidence to make a recommendation regarding screening pelvic examinations for asymptomatic, non-pregnant women. All right, now, a limited number of studies have evaluated the benefits and potential harms of a screening pelvic exam for detection of ovarian cancer, bacterial vaginosis, trichomoniasis, and genital herpes. Data from these studies are inadequate to support a recommendation for or against performing a routine screening pelvic exam among asymptomatic, non-pregnant women who are not at increased risk of any specific gynecological condition. Data on its effectiveness for screening for other gynecological conditions are lacking. So based on the current limited data on potential benefits and harms and expert opinion, the decision to perform a pelvic examination should be a shared decision between the patient and her OBGYN or other gynecological care provider. 
Counseling should include a discussion about the uncertainty of the benefits and harms of the procedure and the lack of evidence for the screening pelvic examination. Now, it's recommended by ACOG that pelvic examinations be performed when indicated by medical history or the presence of symptoms. Example of symptoms that indicate a woman should receive a pelvic exam include, but are obviously not limited to, abnormal bleeding, dyspareunia, pelvic pain, sexual dysfunction, vaginal dryness, vaginal bulge, urinary issues, or inability to insert a tampon. Other indications include patients undergoing a pelvic procedure like endometrial biopsy or an intrauterine device placement. Now, women with current or a history of cervical dysplasia, gynecological malignancy, or in utero DES exposure should be screened and managed according to guidelines specific to those gynecological conditions. So, it's the opinion from the American College of OBGYN that a thorough history should be taken from each patient to ensure that there are no indications for performing a pelvic examination and that it should not default to an automatic routine procedure. If a patient is found to be asymptomatic, a discussion between the OBGYN or the gynecological provider and the patient regarding the potential risks and benefits of performing a pelvic examination should ensue. Whether to perform a pelvic examination should be based on shared decision-making. All right, when we come back, let's do the highlights of the committee opinion from the college regarding the place and indication of a pelvic examination for the asymptomatic non-pregnant woman. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. All right, here is our summary from the ACOG Committee Opinion Number 754 regarding the utility and indications for routine pelvic examination. Pelvic examinations should be performed when indicated by medical history or symptoms. Based on the current limited data on potential benefits and harms and expert opinion, the decision to perform a pelvic examination should be a shared decision between the patient and her OBGYN or other gynecological care provider. A limited number of studies have evaluated the benefits and harms of a screening pelvic examination for detection of ovarian cancer, bacterial vaginosis, trichomoniasis, and genital herpes. Data from these studies are inadequate to support a recommendation for or against performing a routine screening pelvic exam among asymptomatic non-pregnant women who are not at increased risk for any specific gynecological concern.
lastly, it's the opinion of the American College of OBGYN that regardless of whether a pelvic examination is performed or not, a woman should see her OBGYN provider at least once a year for continued well-woman care. A pelvic examination is not necessary before initiating or prescribing contraception other than an intrauterine device or to screen for sexually transmitted infections. Well, that wraps up our podcast covering the ACOG Committee Opinion Number 754 on the utility and indication for routine pelvic examination. We'll see you next time.